Welcome to the Anger Zone podcast. I'm Danica Holt, a professional certified life coach who specializes in helping you to stop getting angry, repair your damaged relationships, and live the life you're really meant to live. Hey y'all, this is part two of a three-part series on boundaries. Why we set them, how to set them, and how to stick to them. So before we get started with how to set boundaries, I want to invite y'all to join Stop Getting Angry. In this new program, I help you master your emotions. I help you rebuild the relationships that have been damaged by your anger and so much more. You will finally gain emotional freedom. But y'all better hurry because I only have 10 spots in the early fall session of Stop Getting Angry. So go to theangerzone.com and click the Stop Getting Angry button to get started. So last week we talked about why boundaries are so important and why we actually set them. And today we're gonna talk about how to set them. So really, if you think about it, you already have boundaries. That is, we all have a comfort zone. Remember last week we talked about the hugging. Some of us are have different levels of comfort with hugging. So you have your comfort zone. And when another person enters that comfort zone uninvited, we feel uncomfortable. But the thing is, we can't control whether or not someone else is going to enter that zone. But we can make requests and then they can decide whether or not they're going to comply. And then we can respond. The skill of making requests, letting the other person choose, and deciding how to respond is the skill of setting boundaries. The first step is deciding where that boundary is. You decide what you're comfortable with, and that is your boundary. Second, you decide if and when to make a request. For example, most of us don't want to be punched in the face. And if someone punches us in the face, we'll call the authorities and we'll press charges. But we don't go around telling everyone we meet. Hey man, don't punch me in the face because if you do, I'm going to call the cops and press charges because y'all that's weird and it's unnecessary. So we don't actually make that request, but we do have that boundary. But maybe for example, if your mom lives nearby and she comes over unannounced over and over again, it may be time to make the request that she calls before she comes over. Again, boundaries are not meant to manipulate anyone else's behavior. So your mom gets to choose whether or not she'll call before she comes over. And then you get to choose how you'll respond if she doesn't. So we're not manipulating anyone else's behavior. We're not changing anyone. Third, you decide ahead of time how you will respond when someone doesn't comply with your request. You don't have to get angry, you guys. Remember, you are the one setting this boundary and you're setting it out of love for yourself and the other person involved so that you can preserve that relationship. Boundaries are so, so, so good for relationships. It's like that saying, fences make the best neighbors, boundaries make the best relationships. Same principle. Remember last week when we talked about one of my clients who felt uncomfortable talking to her mom about parenting. She set a boundary so that she could feel better about her relationship with her mom. She can't change her mom, and you guys, she really probably doesn't want to, nor do we really want to change anyone else. Can you imagine someone else nitpicking you and trying to change you? Yuck. We don't want to do that to other people. So she decided that she initially wasn't going to make a request for mom to not talk about her parenting. Instead, she decided to wait until her mom brought it up again. So when her mom brought it up again, she was going to politely tell her that she didn't want to talk about it. If her mom still brought it up, then she'd politely end the call. My client decided where her boundary was. She didn't want to talk with her mom about parenting. She also decided that she would make a request when and if her mom brought it up again. Okay, I want to make one suggestion here. 
When you make boundaries like this and you say things like, I will politely tell her, you need to be as specific as possible. So when you say you're going to politely in the call, decide ahead of time exactly what you're going to say. What does politely in the call look like? What are the words you're going to use? The more detailed you can be ahead of time, the more confident you're going to be when it comes time to respond in the way that you want to respond. Last week, I told you about my personal sometimes problem with my husband's stellar work ethic and that I needed to set a boundary. I actually set this boundary a long time ago. So here's what I decided. I decided that the hours between our children's bedtime and my bedtime is not for work and that I need at least 30 minutes by myself during that time. It's during that time that I can just breathe and recollect myself after a long day. Y'all, I am an introvert in my core and I need that time to re-energize. That's my comfort zone. That is where my boundary lies. I decided to inform my whole family of my preference. So that right there is making a request. I made a request of them. I decided to tell the kids that I would like them to be in bed or at least in their bedrooms on time. And I told my husband that I preferred to have the time between their bedtime and ours to relax and at least 30 minutes of that just to be by myself. Do they always comply with my request? (laughs) No, they don't. And that's okay. But y'all, I don't have to get upset when they don't because I've decided how I'm going to respond. I've decided that when my kids are up past their bedtime, I'll hug them, tell them goodnight, give them loves, and then go about my evening as planned. When my husband asks me to work on something with him, I will comply if and only if I feel like in that moment that I can do it without feeling resentment. If I feel the teeniest bit of discomfort in complying with his request, I will hug him and tell him, I'm sorry, not tonight. I need to work on me right now. Now, I know this all sounds like so hunky-dory. Oh, I'll just give him a hug and everything will be fine. Isn't life so beautiful? (laughs) Okay, that's funny. Here's the thing. I don't get to choose how my children will respond when I don't talk to them after 8 p.m. I don't get to choose how my husband will feel, what he'll think, or how he'll respond when I don't comply with his request. I don't get to choose any of that because I'm not trying to control them, right? I'm trying to create space for myself. They may be okay with it and they may not be. They may want to comply and they may not want to, and it's all okay. But I get to be the kind of wife and mother that I want to be when I set these boundaries. That's why I set my boundaries. I get to show up without getting huffy and puffy and angry. I get to have peace. So when you set boundaries, you get to do the same thing. You get to decide who you are and how you're going to show up and you get to have peace. So here's a recap of how to set boundaries. Step one, you decide where your boundary lies. You decide what you're comfortable with y'all, nobody else. Step two, decide if and when you're going to make a request. You get to choose whether or not you're going to tell somebody about your boundary and when you're going to make that request. Step three, decide how you will respond when someone doesn't comply with your request. Y'all, we cannot control other people. You decide how you're going to show up if they don't comply. You get to decide whether or not you get angry. You get to decide what you think, how you feel, and how you behave. Nobody else gets to decide that and you don't get to decide it for anyone else. The two biggest problems I see with boundaries are when one, we set boundaries from a place of trying to control another person by trying to change what they're thinking, feeling, or doing. Number two is when we don't stick to our boundaries. 
Number one, that first problem, remember that boundaries are not meant to change anyone else. Just keep that in mind that you can make a request of somebody, but that doesn't mean that they have to comply with your request. You don't get to choose. You don't get to choose that. Only they do. You get to choose how you will respond. That's all up to you. You set the space. You create the space for yourself. And then you make requests and then you decide what you're going to do if someone decides they're not going to comply with that request. Always set a boundary from a place of love for yourself and the other person. And next week, we're going to talk about sticking to those boundaries because boundaries are only as effective as your commitment to them. Remember to go to theangerzone.com and sign up for the very first session of Stop Getting Angry. I only have a total of 10 spots, so y'all better hustle. See you soon.